recently on Randomosity. Welcome into Randomosity with Sean and Mark, episode 42. So, does that mean that this episode is the answer to everything? This is this show is the uh, answer to everything. The answer is always 42. That's right. Having a dance party over here. Uh, <laughs> this is the time on Randomosity where we dance. Mr. Connor, Mr. Connor. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Wow, here. did we have the same grandma? I have so many questions. Why do melons always get married in church? Uh, honey, do cantaloupe. Because they cantaloupe. That's it. Yep, that is it. Just had to talk that one out, That's folks. That's right. Waka Just, waka. You know, there's so much wrong here, and the nudity isn't even the worst part. I don't know if you can say that. You know, there's a new food trend out there. It's a Snickers and a pickle. Would that be a pickers? A snickle. Why did you have to remind me of Danny Bonaducci? Uh, well, somebody had to. I just had the weirdest dream. That's yeah. how we made the show, folks. That's it. <laughs> now, on with the show. This is Randomosity with Sean and Mark, the show dedicated to absolute nutter nonsense. So sit back, relax, and enjoy two idiots looking at the humor of life, unrealistic situations, and giving random topics more thought than they deserve. And now, here are your hosts, Sean and Mark. Thank you, Roger. Hey, is that a new hat you've got on? You might want to put some sunscreen on, because Sean and Mark, we're coming to you from Orange Beach in Alabama. We are? Thanks, thanks for ruining that. No, no, no. I mean, it looks like Studio R to me, but yeah, yeah. Did we did we move the whole studio? Did yeah, we get I was going to actually have you put like wave sounds in the background, but you know, it's like, yeah, never mind, never mind. You've already you've already messed that one up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark. Hey, uh, let's just start over. No, uh... no, let's not. Yeah. <laughs> All right, welcome into the show. You know, here at Randomosity with Sean and Mark. We try to make it as easy on the listener as possible. We want to make it simple. Sean, you know, the older I get, I find the simple pleasures to be the best because life is made up of very few big events, but millions of small, seemingly insignificant ones. And there's just so much more meaning and feeling tucked inside the simple stuff that we have experienced in the scope of our lives like the taste of a corn dog or, or sitting in a warm car at the end of a cold walk. One of the benefits of living in the moment is that you get a deeper appreciation of the beauty in the small events. And I feel that my sense of humor is changing and that some may call it a regression back to middle school. I see it more as a deeper joy and just nutter nonsense. And, you know, we were built to enjoy a little bit of absolute nutter nonsense. A little pull towards play. It's 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 like the older I get, you know, dad jokes make me laugh harder. You know that. Oh my god. <laughs> and we got another one coming up for you folks. So <laughs> I, I don't know I don't know what it is. I'm on a streak. I'm on a four game uh, four game. Four joke streak of guessing the right answer. That's right. You are. So we'll we'll see if we can keep that going. Okay, so how how's it going today, Sean? Oh, it's going all right. You know, we we started off with that little bit of you know banter, but I'm doing all right, doing good. Um, and wishing I was on the Alabama beach. Wishing you were on the Alabama beach, me or too. or me any too. beach, you know, any beach. Yeah, like a, a 
like a, a Mai Tai or a, you know. Mojito. Mojito, yeah. And sitting, just sitting there, just listen to the waves crashing in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, See, there's boy. your sound effects, buddy. Yeah, there's my sound effects. Yeah. You know, any beach, as long as there's not a uh, jellyfish stinging you. Because the last time I was in the ocean, no, nah, not the last time, but the first time I think I was in the ocean. First time I can remember anyway, I got stung by jellyfish. Oh, man. Yeah, we went, we were in, uh, we were in Orange Beach last year around this time, probably a week mm-hmm. ago. And they, um, and, and my son got stung with by a jellyfish. Mm-hmm. And there was quite a few of them out there, but. Just beautiful, beautiful. Oh, yeah. Um, on today's show, we have a uh, Star Wars character, High Five, Low Five. That'll be interesting. I have a uh, bad feeling about that. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Your lack of humor disturbs me. Uh, songs uh, from 1981 and another round of Liar, Liar. Thought again, as I always say, I thought I smelled smoke. Somebody's yeah. pants are on fire. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Somebody's pants will be on fire by the end of the program. It'll probably be Dave. Yeah, well, Dave. I mean, <laughs> let, let's be honest. Dave, he wears those corduroy pants. Uh, you know, we talk about the cargo shorts. He wears a they're corduroy. We never told you that before. Oh, corduroy, yeah, so I Dave know. can't walk while we're recording. Is that what those are? I I, I never knew. Yeah, that's that's corduroy uh, cargo pants uh, or you know cargo shorts. I don't know where he finds them. You know, but whenever he walks, it's like, so he can't walk in the studio when we're, when we're recording. So, yeah. (laughs) Oh man. Check us out on the usual suspects, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Randomosity. And now the maroon of the week. You know, Mark, you kind of missed a, a golden opportunity back in that last bit. What's that? Well, you, uh. You had said you find my lack of humor disturbing, but really, you, you could have just said, oh, I find your lack of intelligence disturbing. Yeah, well, I thought that was pretty obvious. I, I mean, I had to go there. I mean, I mean, you, you do weekly just kind of make that known. So I guess yeah. that is true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. Ladies and gentlemen, our Maroon of the Week, Sean Doyle. No. <laughs> Thank you, folks. <laughs> I'd like to thank the Academy and... uh I couldn't do any of this without you and without my brain. So, uh, you know, usually, usually, you know, we pick, you know, some unknown person as the Maroon of the Week, but Mm -hmm. Shark Week just happened not too long ago. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, the crew of Jackass, and I don't think we have to bleep that because it's the name of a program. It is the name of the show. Yeah. Yeah. They have Uh, TV commercials. You know, they've created many moments in television history, you know. Mm-hmm. And for for this year's Shark Week, they even recreated a moment from TV history. Um, yeah. So, you know, we all know from Happy Days, remember Fonzie jumped the shark? Yeah. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and for some reason, that term has carried over to something that kind of failed, right? Mm-hmm. Even though for the happy days situation, it was more of a case of, it was something that was obscure that happened. They had went on a trip to California and then I don't know, he had ended up jumping the shark. Right. Right. Um, 
so uh, Discovery's annual summer celebration of the ocean's most uh, misunderstood predators teamed up with the notorious stunt squad, uh, you know, from Jackass, right? Mm -hmm. Unfortunately for one of the members of the team, things went about as poorly as possible. Okay. Is is he inside the belly of a shark right now? <laughs> no, no, not Does quite. That seems that like that'd be the worst popular, worst possible scenario right there. Uh, so on Jackass's Shark Week special, um, uh, the guy his name's Sean. You know, oh, of course it is. Yeah, his name is Sean, uh, and he, he's known uh, professionally as it, it, I, uh, oh poopies, poopies, poopies. Which goes right along with <laughs> John yeah. is, you are the Maroon of the Week. No, uh, <laughs> thanks. Anyway, uh, they, you know, when Fonzie jumped the shark, it was one shark, right? This was mm-hmm. not one shark. This was like, you know, a swarm of them or whatever you want to call it, you know? Okay. And so there was a bunch of them. And of course, he he didn't, as they would say, professionally stick the landing. He landed right in the middle of them. Okay, um, so he he did suffer a bite on his hand and arm. Okay, and it, it didn't cause serious injury. He's okay. He's all right. Okay, but uh, still, <laughs> who would go? I've got a great idea. <laughs> I'm. So, you know, they always do the thing where they say their name and then, uh, you know, this is the whatever. So did he come on and go, hi, I'm Sean Poopies and this is the shark jump. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 there is a video, but I. Yeah, we uh, probably can't play it. Yeah, they but, pulled him out um, of the water following the shark bite. Uh, Poopies was rushed to a nearby hospital for treatment. Um, exactly how serious was the injury. Yeah. Sorry, I can't help it. <laughs> Poopies was taken to the hospital. <laughs> Poopies was rushed to the hospital. Yeah. So, say that one more time. <laughs> Poopies was rushed to the Oh, God, I can't even say it now. <laughs> it's funny because the guy's okay. That's why it's yeah, funny. But, yeah. oh, um, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, I mean, it, it required uh, a few surgeries to mm-hmm. reattach some tendons. Uh, <laughs> well, now I feel bad for laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, you know. And, but he so, jumped but, into sharks. He I mean. jumped into sharks. I did see the jump. It was just kind of weird because he like jumped and it almost did a flip and went straight into the water. I wonder if he was trying to do a flip like they do in BMX and then. I don't know. I think that was probably a a bad idea. What did Fonzie jumping on? Was it like a, like a, it was, it was a a dirt bike or something like that. I thought it was a dirt bike. Like it was in the the water. He was in the water. Did it must, did they have skidoos back when? I don't know. Yeah, we'd have to look that up. We'll do. We'll look that up during the break. Yeah, but okay, no. so to recap, maybe he was water skiing. Maybe that's what it was. Ah, uh, water skiing. Yeah, yeah that's that what is. I think no, was, that is it. That is. I think it. that's what happened here. They were actually water skiing, and he tried to make this jump across this this pool of sharks, and yeah, it just didn't work out for him. So, so to recap, on Jackass, yeah, Sean Poopies jumped into a pool of sharks and was bit. Yes, exactly. And I had don't to have know. surgery, and apparently he's okay right now. What am I wrong? Randomosity. How about some good news? So, Sean, yeah, after that, 
God. I think we do need some good news. And this is one of those stories, you know, the show never give up. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're on vacation and somehow your family dog goes missing. You search and you pray and then you search some more. And as the days goes by, you know, there's no word. Your brain may tell you it's time to give up hope, but your heart, you just never can. Right. Right. Uh, and sometimes that hope is rewarded. Uh, the Batista family of New York city was on vacation in ocean city, Maryland, uh, when their two year old Boston terrier Fisher went AWOL and that was on July 4th of Mm -hmm. 2020. Okay. Right. Uh, the Batistas immediately blanketed the area with missing posters they uh, uh, barraged social media and even got Fisher FaceTime on a local floating billboard. Okay. Okay. Uh, with no leads, the family decided to remain in the area for an extended stay. Uh, they hired a tracker and even went as far as consulting with an animal communicator in hopes of uh, tapping into Fisher's whereabouts using doggy ESP. What? Have you ever heard of that? I've never heard of that. No, not not once. Yeah, me neither. Uh, all of that was to no avail. The family also set up a hashtag find Fisher Facebook page, which quickly gathered 8,000 followers and launched um, an online fundraiser to raise awareness and uh, aid them with their efforts to bring their beloved fur baby home. Um Although they eventually were forced to return home to New York, minus Fisher, uh, the Batistas refused to give up. But even with the massive media blitz, it seemed Fisher had pulled a full-on Houdini. And he, you know, nowhere to be found. Um, the Batistas kept the wheels of the internet grapevine turning, using, uh, refusing to let the details of Fisher's disappearance be forgotten. As a result, Fisher became something of a, uh, you know, a media star, kind of, you know. And uh, that's surely part of the reason uh, the Batista's uh, perseverance paid off, okay? So on April 20th of this year, okay, so we're talking, what, 290 days after Fisher made mm-hmm. his unauthorized Independence Day exit, uh, Baltimore City resident Wayne Horn was performing maintenance on a motorcycle when he noticed a stray dog in the road. Uh, so he called him over, sat down. Um, when, when a friend of Horn's uh, posted pics of the found pooch on Facebook, the response of that's Fisher came back fast as a boomerang. Okay. So, uh, so the dog, you know, was reunited with its owners. And so that's the good news right there. 290 days. Yes. 290 days. Uh, I I, I can't even imagine. I mean, you know, dogs do become part of our families and yeah, they do. And yeah, uh, they do. It's just kind of interesting that, uh, you know, what was he doing all that time? Just wandering the streets, I I guess. Wandering around. Like I'm sure if they'd have been in New York, he would have known how to get back home. Cause you know, I've, I've heard of dogs doing that. They, Mm -hmm. They leave, and then you know, a week later, hey, hey, I'm at my door. Right. Um. But being in was D.C. You said they were in uh, Baltimore. Maryland. Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, Maryland. So being Maryland, yeah. Ocean. Being in Maryland, he he wouldn't know how to get back. 
And I guess he'd just been, you know, living however strays live for, you know, 290 days. And thankfully the guy found him in the road. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, you know, the people would recognize the dog. I mean, they post it. Yeah. Oh, Pseudo celebrity. Yeah. So, uh, so that, you know, it shows don't ever give up. Keep pushing forward. Randomosity. And now it's time for Uncle Mark's Joke Bag. Okay, Sean, are you ready? Uh, as I'll ever be. These simple pleasures in life. Dad jokes. Good for you. That's right. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I tell jokes to my family, right? And they're, they're not really dad jokes, but I guess they mm -hmm. are because dad told them. You know? Right, so, right. Anyway, but, uh, we, we have a, a new place here in town. It's called Pedal and Pie. Okay. Okay. So they, they sell bikes, repair bikes. In fact, we have uh, uh, our bikes down there getting repaired right now. We're picking them up later today. But, um, and they also have pizza. So the other day, they gave away free pizza and you could make a okay. donation. And so we did. It was a donation. It's, it's buying bikes for kindergartners in okay. the schools around the area because kids don't learn to ride bikes like we, like they used to. And training wheels and all that. Yeah. So, I mean, these are little bitty bikes. It's really cool. It's going to, I, I forgot how many schools they are trying to get like 38 schools involved in this and they're trying to raise the money uh, mm -hmm. to do that, but it's really cool. So it kind of goes along with the joke sort of. Okay. All right. Um, what do you call a bike trail with no empathy? A bike trail with no empathy. Mm -hmm. This is going to have pizza involved. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. So you got change. You got pedals. Uh, it's just a path. No empathy means it doesn't understand you. Oh, I'm hating myself. The streak is over. What is it? It's a cycle path. Oh my God. Cycle I had to leave. I, I, yeah. I, yeah, no, I got it. I didn't want it, but I got it. <laughs> oh my God. If we had to end the streak, that was the one to end it on. That's right. We should go a get some pizza. Cycle, now. A cycle path. You know, yeah. Mark is just, he's not even going to the bottom of the barrel now. He's lifting the barrel off the ground and digging underneath it. <laughs> I thought that was a good one, actually. Oh my God! Cycle path. Yeah, just wait until just wait until next week. Oh, I'm frightened, folks. Randomosity with Sean and Mark is being brought to you by cats named Tudor Monarchy, even rarer than humans named Wyoming. High five. Low five. Okay, Sean, I I, I wanted to. Um, fill you in on a story. So I was getting my second COVID shot, right? Right. And we were talking about how you get the free donuts. Mm, donuts. And, and, and they were like, oh, yeah, they did, hadn't heard about this. The, the nurses mm -hmm. hadn't heard about it. And it was like, and I, and I explained to him, you know, that, you know, Krispy Kreme gives away a free donut when you have your COVID card and, you know, they're doing right. it all the way until the end of the year. And they were, and, and one of the nurses goes, oh, why couldn't it have been Old Town Donuts? Ooh, and so then, it reference. That's right. And so then we started talking about that. And, and I, I said, oh, you know, uh, a friend of mine got me um, 
you know, really liking the donuts from there. Mm -hmm. And we just had a nice conversation. I said, I'm seeing him this weekend mm -hmm. and I'm going to tell him to bring donuts. So, but, uh, you know, that didn't play you, out. You just told me it's kind of hard to bring donuts when I'm already here. Yeah, I know. I forgot. <laughs> It happens when you get old. It, anyway, it, it does. So, uh, high five, low five. So, over the course of this series, the Star Wars franchise introduced a number mm -hmm. of interesting characters. Uh, since the story is so long and stretches over different generations, as well as having the ability of a different perspective, almost all of the characters are very developed. And it's clear what they want and why they do what they do, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, that being said, um, you know, you know, it almost seems like the recipe for perfect characters all the way through, right? And it there, there, be. There, it there's be. great, there's great characters, and there's eh, some not so good characters. So that's what we're doing today with high five, low five. We're picking the top characters and the low characters and and i kind of did uh i, I kind of thought you, you're gonna pick certain ones and i didn't want us to match up on these best characters so i kind of went a different way with it okay uh, so we'll, we'll 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 see where we go all right uh well we know what my number one is i have a cat named after him <laughs> yeah darth vader although my cat's just named vader i did not add the darth uh yeah just iconic you know he's got the the look when he first shows up on screen in the first movie. Oh yeah, he's only he's only in that first movie for what did they say twelve minutes. It's it's some it's some know. minute. They said he's not in there for a good chunk of the movie, but just his presence when he is in there. You know, he's got the light up chest. He's got that dark armor. He's able to just throw people with his hand. He's able to choke people without touching them. Just ultimate yeah. bad guy. Just ultimate cool bad guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree with you, and that is my number one as well mm -hmm. was uh darth vader All so right. go ahead with your second one then second one han solo just the smart aleck sidekick it's just he's just hilarious i love han in this in these movies you know right it just you know and, and the perfect answer i love you i know i know yeah. <laughs> it's like, he can't even bring himself to say it and of course you know the one bit everybody likes to do uh we're okay we just had a slight weapons malfunction but everything's okay here now how are you? <laughs> yeah, that is true. And also, um, mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah, I've got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, he, he started that. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, what's funny is if you go watch the movie Solo, which is which I haven't younger, yet. I heard it was. I haven't yet. I heard it was awful. Yeah. He uh, he actually says, I've got a good feeling about this. <laughs> okay. I might watch it for that part. Yeah. And then there's another part in there where he actually gets his name because his name is Hans, mm -hmm. right? And the guy uh, from, I guess, the Empire or whatever, is, so, mm -hmm. what's, your, what's your last name? And he doesn't have one. And so he goes, okay, Hans Solo, because he's by himself. There you go. That's, you know, apparently how he got his name. <laughs> All right. Uh, my next, my, my uh, second pick is, um, and I knew you were going to do that, so I kind of left some, main characters out i mean I, okay. I han solo great character mm -hmm. i'll agree with you 100 percent on that but i went with you know uh c3po no that's that's the wrong guy oh yeah that's r2d2 uh 
Yeah, C three PO, the uh, the uh, robot, the droid with uh, anal retentive disorder. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, he adds comic relief. He's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's always in the way. <laughs> you know. Oh, Master I just, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I picked him. One of the best scenes with him is when he got taken apart, and Chewbacca's wearing him like a backpack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Chewbacca and turns him off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just smack talking Chewbacca and Chewbacca's yeah. like, all right. Okay. Uh, so my third one, again, this is probably an obvious one, but mm, number three he is. Mm, I see you. Yeah. Hey, I did. You know what? That wasn't Kermit that time. That was actually Yoda. It wasn't. That was really good. Yeah. So Yoda, I mean, he just, yeah, he's the, he's the one taught Luke how to become a Jedi. Um, he's mm, like me, you do. Yes, he's in the Dagobah system. You know, he's, he's uh, in the Dagobah system. When they and when they did the re not the reboots, but when they did the first three episodes, they just showed how much of a how much of a badass he actually is. Oh yeah, for a little yeah. guy, um, he's just able to take on this guy that's three feet taller than him. And yeah, he's just when he walks into the Senate the first time, the guy's trying to stop him, and he just waves his hand, and they go flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he was something. Uh, yeah, Yoda. Yeah, Yoda mm-hmm. is a great character. Um, do you remember who did the voice for Yoda? Uh, it was, uh, I want to say Frank Weller, Frank Oz, Frank Oz. I had yeah. Frank Weller did, uh, ultimate, uh, Optimus prime. That's right. And Megatron. <laughs> uh, my next one is, and you know, we went with Darth Vader. So you have to go with the opposite side of that. You know, mm-hmm. another cool Jedi was, mm-hmm. uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ah, old Luke. <laughs> not luke what wait a minute ben yeah. old ben yeah old ben i'm sorry yeah ben kenobi yeah i wonder uh, if that's old ben kenobi <laughs> he's uh I, I think he's a great character and i mean when uh you know sir alec guinness played him you mm-hmm. know uh, and i think they did a great job when they went with you know younger versions with you and mcgregor yeah yeah i i just the way they 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 speak and everything i i can buy into it so uh, I think they did a great job with that. But yeah, uh, uh, you know, Obi-Wan was, you know, I, I always thought he was a cool character. And so my next one, probably the most obvious one out there, Luke. Luke, yeah. Luke Skywalker. I mean, come on, the guy, it, if for nothing else, for, I okay, so I haven't seen too many of the, are we calling them sequels, the ones with Ray and... Uh, those those would, yeah, those would be sequels. Sequels, because they're after, the yeah. Sequels, and yeah. So when Ray hands him his uh, lightsaber and it's at the end of the first, you know, sequel, and I, I haven't really watched them. You know, I've got the original six pretty much memorized, but the right. that one I don't, those I don't know too well. But at the end, she gives him and it's this epic moment at the end of the first movie. And then they come back from the next movie. He looks at it and then he just chucks it in the chucks ocean. Chucks it in the ocean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if nothing else, just for that. No, it's, it's Luke Skywalker. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah he's he's, he's got to be in there. Yeah, definitely. He beat the Rancor. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, number four on mine is R2-D2. Now, now you can, can do, do it. your little Exactly. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, adds a bit of humor without a- ever really saying anything. Oh, he's got uh, a lot to say. Only, only a, one that can yeah. understand him is C-3PO, though. Yeah, he's, a, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's Luke's sidekick, you know, when they're flying and just, mm-hmm. uh, just, just a great character, you know, just thinking about that back, 
in the seventies when I first went and seen it. I mean, it, it was great. They were C3PO and R2D2 were like the Laurel and Hardy of star Wars. <laughs> and given their body types that fits. Yeah. 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 So, uh, it was, it was bad funny. boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Who's your last one on the high? My five? last one, you know, it has to be this because it's Billy D. Williams, Lando Calrissian. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he betrayed Han. I understand that he betrayed my number two guy, mm-hmm. but he came back. He redeemed himself. The he only did. question I have is why, when he comes back, is he wearing Han Solo's clothes? I don't know. <laughs> He's just suddenly know. not wearing his own clothes. He's wearing Han's clothes. It's like, uh, I, I, when, yeah, I don't know. When you join the light side, do you have to like? I mean, do you, you have to you change, have to ch- change yeah. your wardrobe and he didn't have time? So he just borrowed some. <laughs> <laughs> there were budget cuts that day. And but yeah, so, yeah, he redeemed himself, helped the help destroy the uh, the empire. So, yeah, Lando. OK, Lando. Good. Good one. Uh, my last one is Chewbacca. <laughs> what, how did what, neither one of us say that? that was I, I had to gargle his oh, you know, okay. mouthwash? Gotcha. Yeah, so yeah, uh, Chewbacca. Chewbacca, yeah. I mean, you know, um, he added a little humor, too, uh, to things. Just, uh, you know, uh, his interaction with uh, uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 when mm-hmm. they're playing the, the space chess game and stuff, you know. And, and then, of course, R2 is going to beat him. And and then uh, Chewbacca does, you know, does your little whatever you just did. <laughs> And he, uh, you know, and C-3PO says, uh, here's a new strategy. Let the Wookiee win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then, of course, now the flip side of the coin, right? Yeah. The, the worst a, characters. The low five. The low five. So this is going to be weird considering my number one, but if you remember in the prequels, he was a whiny little brat, Anakin Skywalker, mm. when he's played by Hayden Christensen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So the first episode where he's a little kid, no problems with the little kid. He's a little kid. But then when you get to Hayden, I mean, when he's whining about how Obi-Wan won't trust him to, you know, with the, and then, then won't make him a Jedi Knight. And then it's just, he's just a whiny little kid. Yeah. He and he's supposed to be 20. I mean, he's just, he's a brat. He, he is a brat in that. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're correct on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my you, first, almost, you almost, you almost. You almost cheer when he gets eaten by the volcano because you know what he's going to become. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, uh, my first one is Watto. I think that's him. Oh, yeah. Watto. The one. Yeah. Yeah. He, that, was, this... he was that machine shop owner. He also mm-hmm. owned Attican and his mother. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was in the Phantom Menace. Yeah. I, I just, I, you know, I, <laughs> he was just annoying. Me. hey why would you do that yeah i mean it's just uh he was just annoying as you know mm-hmm. so 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 he he's my my first pick there all right so my second pick and this might be a surprise might not be darth maul um because when the when the prequels were first going to come out they had this picture of him mm-hmm. and he had this lightsaber staff and everybody's like oh it's gonna be so cool he's in the movie for maybe 15 minutes and then he's killed i mean and yeah, he killed Qui Gon, but um, yeah, he didn't. You know, he's then killed by Qui Gon's apprentice. Right, and I really thought they were going to really play that out 
because mm-hmm. he was such a cool looking character and right and that, I that's just, the thing i was expecting him to be the darth vader through the three the darth vader type character through the three movies when this came when this happened right. then you see the first movie and you're like he's, he's dead right what was the point right you make yeah, this and- cool mean character and yeah right and and i agree with you on that and they you know he had that cool staff lightsaber you know uh-huh. and then it broke in half and uh yeah just, and, and yeah he did he he was it was that moment when you saw him that you were kind of like that darth vader moment back you know in mm-hmm. the 70s when you first exactly. saw exactly or whenever you saw it but um but yeah they killed him off way too soon yeah way yeah he they could have had him go through all three all three movies, I think. They could have set him up better. Mm, yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, my next one is from uh, one of the the side movies they did from Rogue One, mm-hmm. and okay. that's uh, uh, Cassian Andor. I, I think his character, just it, I think he tried to be almost like a Han Solo type of person. And, and he wasn't? And just, and he, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, you know, just make him his own character. So there I, you I, go. He just didn't have enough, you know, screen time or yeah, 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 staying power for this one, you know. Gotcha. um, Uh, So my next one is Darth Grievous, and this is the four-armed coughing android from the second movie, the second prequel, mm -hmm. so the Clone Wars. And I'm I'm sorry, I know he was a warrior that had been injured in battle, so that's why he has the suit. That's why he's coughing, but it's like. Uh, uh, should one of your main baddies be just coughing up all over the scene? I mean, should he be, right. should he look like he's, should he look weak is what I'm saying. Exactly. And, and I know he had forearms and he was able to wield those lightsabers and he was the main baddie for the first part of that movie. Um, but really they could have made him look a whole lot more intimidating than he was. Uh, my next one, we, we talked about some of the great villains, right? Yeah. Darth Vader, mm-hmm. you know, uh, um, Palpatine, Palpatine, Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so on the bottom of my list, Kylo Ren, <laughs> he almost made mine. He almost made mine. I mean, you know, he was set up to be this main villain for that, you know, that whole, um, um, you know, sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. You know, following in you know Darth Vader's footsteps. You know, the grandson of Darth Vader. I expected so much more. He was so wishy washy. You know, he couldn't make up his mind. I know that that was what they were trying to go for with him fighting the you know, you know, right, the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. You know, and he and he killed Han Solo. So. He killed Han. Yeah. yeah. So just, he's done. He's on yeah. the list for that. Exactly. He's on the list. He's on um, the list. So we're going to try and speed things up a little bit here because we're getting close to 20 minutes here. Um, so my next one, Greedo. He shot first. Because <laughs> he shot first. Because <laughs> he shot first. Yeah. He's in the movie for all of about three seconds, folks. So that's about all he's got. <laughs> okay. But yeah, if you look at the remaster, he did shoot first. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Greedo. Okay. Uh, my next and one... mostly because he caused all that controversy. Did he shoot first? Who cares? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, the next one I have is uh, the Ewoks. The Ewoks as a whole, yeah, I almost put them in. It's like, okay, you got a bunch of teddy bears running around. We've got all these weird <laughs> characters, and now we have these teddy bears. It's like, you know, 
oh, we we have Frank Oz doing you know Yoda. Uh-huh. And now we're going to bring the rest of them up at ten. I you know I, I'm just not sure how that the victories. Instead of the instead of that song they played when they were doing the victory at the end, all of a sudden you hear dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's time you know, to the, put on makeup. It's time to <laughs> Well, they're well, they're pinning medals on Luke and everything. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, you know, it's just something to be said when Winnie the Pooh and Teddy Ruxpin take down the Empire. I mean, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, here comes Paddington. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll just give up now. That oh, raincoat Paddington. and hat freaked me out. <laughs> Paddington. <laughs> oh, that one got me. That one got me. <laughs> that one got me right in the laughs. Oh God! Oh. All right, and our I, last. I think, one, I think our last one is both the same. Yeah, yeah. We just. It, I think it should be every Star Wars fan's least favorite. Of course, we're talking about fucking Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Gosh, what were they thinking? Mm, you don't know what he's thinking. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! It's like they thought. Hey, the kids like how Yoda talks. Let's put another big eared thing out there and make him talk weird. But they never make him shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, he, he was annoying. I mean, C3PO was annoying for, you know, mm-hmm. but not on the level that of Jar Jar. Jar. He was like an alien jackrabbit. I mean, my God. He's the jackalope. Mm, fast as fast can be you never catch me mrs Dr- oh wait was he say master luke I, uh but yeah it was again it was just like they thought hey yoda sold some stuff maybe we can yeah. make jar jar being sell some stuff no it was so bad that he had like a cameo in the third film in the queen amidala uh or the padme i should say uh funeral oh that's yeah. the only yeah after the first one that's the only time you saw him again <laughs> was in the yeah. funeral line they went i think we made a mistake here uh, let's <laughs> Mistakes were made. Yeah. <laughs> George Lucas is in the film watching people react to Jar Jar Binks. I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> so if you'd like to go ahead and add your high five and low five, hit on anybody we might not have touched, go ahead and hit us up on the socials. That would be Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all of them. Randomosity Pod. Hey, Mark, Mark, I got us a sponsor. Oh, that's great. Who, who is it? Yeah, it's a German-based grocery store. Wow, you got Aldi's? No, no, I wasn't able to get Aldi's, but I got something pretty comparable. Okay. It's some of these. Uh... Randomosity with Sean and Mark. Well, there's always a debate to be had about exactly when a decade begins. And the year beginning with zero or the year beginning or ending in one. You've heard this debate before. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I have. Yeah. Um, well, you don't need to worry about that too much here. Uh, just know that by the time 1981 rolled around, uh, the new music decade was well in motion. As disco faded, musicians found new applications for keyboards and guitars, launching new wave as a brand new music style and pop music, of course, which has always been there. Uh, And it would never be the same with the upstart of a cable channel that came into being MTV. 
Oh, yeah, CNN, yeah, CNN. Yeah. <laughs> so we're no, talking TV. Yeah. We're talking about the uh, the songs from 1981, or as many as we can, and the time allowed by Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thanks, so, Dave. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, '81 was a was a hell of a year for legendary uh, hit making hit making pop duo mm-hmm. um, Hall and Oates. Um, and I and and the song that I'm I'm gonna put on there is mm-hmm. "Kiss on My List." Because your kiss, kiss, your your kiss, kiss is, on is on my list. Because your kiss. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> God, we should. There's you know there's a petition online to keep us from singing on the show. Yes, yes. We ignore it. We do. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hall and Oates. Um, kind of like that restraining order from Shatner. No. I, <laughs> or Stanley or, yeah, or yeah. Leonard Nimoy yeah. or yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, Hall and Scott, Oates, really Scott good. Bakula. Scott Bakula. <laughs> <laughs> really good band out of the eighties. They have that they have uh you know that's their song from eighty one. I don't think Man Eater was eighty one. That was eighty two, wasn't it? I think so. That was the one that I really that's really introduced me to Hall and Oates. Um but yeah, nineteen eighty one, your kiss is on my list. It's I, I think it was one of their best. It was probably really on that album. Was Private Eyes I on think that Private album? Private Eyes was, yeah. I, mean, I think that was came, right around the same. They came out yeah. of the 70s. They had some hits, you mm. know, Sarah Smiles, um, you know. Rich Girl. Rich Girl, yeah. They they, mm. they had some some good hits before then, but I mean, I think this one, you know, it had that 80s sound, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and they certainly went on and had a lot more hits. I mean, it was very, you know, it, I, I, you know it's bubblegum pop. Right, exactly. And uh, when you when you mention eighties and eighty one, the start of the decade. Answer your question from earlier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now nah, eighty would be the start of the decade. Anyway, eighty one from Journey. Who's crying now? Who's the crying? band of the eighties, basically. One heart beats desire. I'm screwing up the lyrics, but it's you know how he sounds. Mm-hmm. You know who's crying now? Dun, dun. <laughs> Journey, just the sound of the eighties, and of course that's their big song from eighty one yeah yeah i mean journey was great i, I mean I, you know journey certainly defined the 80s as well and and mm-hmm. that's the one that kicked it off for him so great song uh how about this one you know um i want jesse's girl uh rick springfield rick springfield now now that we're older it's more like you know jesse's grill so i you know <laughs> you know i wish that i had yeah, jesse's, jesse's grill, grill. <laughs> especially with our with our draft from last week yeah uh, i think you know it's probably one of the best pop songs of all time uh <laughs> rick springfield you know uh you know of course he had the song you know they call me bruce but uh <laughs> yeah. well but if your name but, but i think then. you know as far as when when you think of rick springfield you think of that song mm-hmm. yeah I, mean, I think he, so he had you know he had other ones but you know uh but that was that that's true and uh i don't know if i think a listener to the show uh, uh we hung around a lot together and uh she was a huge rick springfield fan okay huge so uh your favorite band of all time's got two songs on my list from the 81 from 81 okay um one uh the best of times mm-hmm and the other one being too much time on my hands. So they had something about time. Too much time on my, my hands. hands. Too much time yeah. on my hands. Yeah, that was from uh, uh, Paradise Theater. 
Was yeah, that was that another theme album from them? Time on my hands, best of times. I I kind of it was a theme album. I mean, it was Paradise Theater. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, other songs on there, Snowblind. You know, other mm-hmm. stuff. But uh, uh, yeah, two great songs uh, from from '81 there. Um, how about you know we'll, we'll stick with the band thing, Ario Speedwagon. Uh huh. What song do you always think of? Uh, keep, keep on loving you. Well, I was going to say the caught it from a friend who oh, caught yeah. it from a friend who caught it from another who'd been messing around. Oh, wait, yeah. no, oh, no, you no. can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to keep on loving you. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, what, yeah, it's it's, uh, you know, they were they, they were certainly, you know, 70s rock band mm-hmm. that uh, just um, stayed you know, kept going. I mean, and then, and then the power ballads, we talk about that from journey, like you just mentioned, but you know, Ario had their share of those power ballads mm-hmm. as well. You're talking about bands with staying powers, uh, Rolling Stone, start me up. 1981. Oh, that's right. If you start me up, and you got the video where he's doing the chicken dance or whatever the hell that is that he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We talking about staying power. How old are they now? They're in their eighties now, aren't they? Oh yeah, they're 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 up there. I don't know if they're eighty yet, but they're up. They're there. close because our uh, Aerosmith's getting to be seventy. So yeah, well, I think isn't um, um, Keith Richards? Isn't he like? Well, he you know, he he's made a deal a, with one hundred and sixty three. He's got a painting. <laughs> he's got a painting of himself looking young in his house. So what does that tell you? Oh gosh, yeah. I'm see it's a switch of the guy that has the painting of him looking old in the house so that he always looks young but it's the reverse for yeah yeah that oh i see I, you're going with the dorian gray uh yes the dorian gray thing yes yeah yeah i was thinking i was thinking i think i saw a picture of him holding um uh, uh betty white as a baby <laughs> <laughs> oh my all right what's your next song sir uh the go-go's our lips are sealed the so go-go's yeah you know very very few bands that started out in, in the punk rock scene could mm-hmm. ever say they had the ability to craft pop music but i think you know the go-go certainly did that and there was there, there's a story behind that song too i um yeah of course it wouldn't be here but you know we're, we're on, on my mm-hmm. notes but anyway um the go-go's certainly uh were inspirational throughout the eighties, uh, you know, a vacation and, uh, you know, uh, yeah. a lot, a lot of their songs were just great. And, but this one, uh, our lips are sealed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talked about ballads earlier, Smokey Robinson being with you, being with you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in that song, the lead up to the, to the chorus, you know, where he's talking about be- being with you he doesn't care about literally he cares about nothing else is i don't care about this i don't care about that and I, I only care about being with you being, being with you, you. It's like that's a little bit of a stalkerish thing isn't it it, it is it is yeah. <laughs> i don't care about anything else except for being with you <laughs> <laughs> if he would have ended the song like that that would have been great yeah yeah oh geez and that's it's what inspired <laughs> and that's what's inspired sting to write um uh, don't stand too close, so close to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Uh, <sighs> yeah, the um, the next one is the tubes. Talk the to you tubes. later. 
Yeah. Talk to you later. Okay. Of course, you know, the one I, I really remember and you'll remember she's a beauty uh, mm-hmm. was, you know, the one I, I, that really stands out, but 81, they did hit the charts with that one. Talk to you later. Um, so I'm going to go to uh, Joe, Joe Scarberry here in a minute, but uh, I just noticed on my list right above him is Ray Parker Jr. He had something besides Ghostbusters. Yeah, he did actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a woman who needs love, but I don't know anything about that song. So we're going to go to Joe Scarberry and I think you know where I'm going with this one. I think I know. Believe it or not. I'm... Wait, is that the right one? Yeah, yeah, that is yeah, it. Yeah, yeah that that's is, the, yeah. the the Great American Superhero. I'm yeah. used to seeing the title as the Great American Superhero oh, theme. Oh yeah, I got you. Yeah. So, and I knew it was Joe Scarberry, but then it says Believe It or Not as the title, so I got confused. Yeah, that's it. I'm yeah, a, that's the song. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm an idiot. So, Believe uh, It or Not, George is in at home. <laughs> oh no, that's <laughs> <laughs> we're leaving that in. Uh, I like that one. Uh, Climax Blues Band, I love you. I didn't know that, Mark. I I, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that. (laughs) No. um, So, yeah. I actually don't know that one. I'm going to be honest. I don't know that one. Yeah. At least not not off title. That's why I'm not saying too much because I don't know that one too much. I mean, they had some good hits, but I I don't remember that one. Uh, Let's see. Going back to a little bit of a, not necessarily a ballad, but a slower song. The Pointer Sisters with Slow Hand. Oh yeah. I want a man. man. I'm not going to start yeah. singing that one. That, that may not be good. Yeah, that's uh, not going to make recently. No. No. God, I hope not. Dave, yeah. when you make when you make recently, don't tell him that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. Oh, so, uh, uh yeah. We got we got time for maybe one or two more songs a piece. Okay. Okay. How about uh Eddie Rabbit? Ready? Mhm. Well, I love the rainy night. I love the rainy nights. That's yep. all I can remember. Yeah, I love a rainy night. Yeah. <laughs> Once you start snapping and clapping, you know what that yeah. is. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. So I mean, that was. I think that landed on both charts, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. was that was country, country and, pop. and pop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, so I'll I'll mean I'll bring this one up because it made me know who MC Hammer was. Rick James. She's a super freak. Super, super freak. freak. She's super freaky. Can't touch this. I mean, what? <laughs> no, but that is the song that Hammer sampled. Uh, I like Super Freak better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got time for one more? One more from you, one more from me. Yep. Okay. So I'll go with Santana winning. Mm, can't never go wrong with Santana. Yeah. You know, I'm not a huge Santana fan. Uh, Black Magic Woman and then the stuff he did in the late I, I, 90s, early 2000s. I, I know, but I'm just not a huge fan of Santana. Eh, I don't know why. I, I, I just, can see it, but I, I like his guitar. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like a nice, smooth, mellow that, kind of play. Yeah, but I'm just, yeah, I'm still not a huge fan. That's why they make chocolate and vanilla ice cream. Because uh, <laughs> you like crappy ice cream. No. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then I will go ahead and end on which one do I want to end on? Um, well, we talked about Journey earlier, so let's go with Foreigner. I've been waiting for a girl like you. Yeah. <laughs> God, that petition's going to get longer and longer. But yeah, Foreigner, 
I love Foreigner. So yeah, anytime you can get a song from them in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was not with the original singer though, right? He the original singer was gone by that point. Eighty one. I feel like that's true because it doesn't uh, sound like. Yeah, that may be. Yeah, they may have switched it by then. Because I know we brought that up in when episode mm-hmm. way yeah. back when, um, where we talked about uh, bands that had changed their mm-hmm. lead singers. So right. And just, just to go over, we're not going to go into depth, but just some other songs from that era. You've got mm-hmm. uh, Queen of Hearts, Juice Newton, uh, In the yeah, Air Tonight. The Queen of Hearts. No, in it. Uh, then you've got In the Air Tonight from Phil Collins. Oh, yeah. Phil Collins, man. Mm-hmm. Was... Yeah, something. Uh, there's that <laughs> There's that uh, urban legend about that song that we, we'll get into on another episode. Yeah, I think we it's talked not... about that, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's not true. Uh, under pressure from Queen. Only bad part about that is it made us know who Vanilla Ice was. Queen and David Bowie. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, I I I don't like when people leave David Bowie out of that one. Uh, yeah, apparently, yeah. apparently, don't stop believing is on my list for eighty one. I thought that was later in the decade. No, but... it, it, it was eighty one. Okay, uh, Young Turks from Rod Stewart was eighty one. Yep, I didn't know that either. Uh, Betty Davis Eyes from Kim Carnes. Uh, Angel of the Morning, Juice Newton, and then you got Stevie Nicks with uh, Tom Petty, Stop Dragging My Heart Around. Oh, yeah. It's just a really good song, a really good song, really good year for songs. The Stroke from Billy Squire is in there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's uh, some great songs from 81. We didn't get to hit on a whole lot of them, but we did get through some of them, uh, you know. So if you're looking to add to your playlist, you know, pick out the ones you like and and add them on. Hey, so Mark, I, I I got us another sponsor. Oh no, 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 no! The, this one's good. This one's good. It's, okay, it, okay. It, it's who, a, who is it? It's a Swedish furniture company. Oh, that's cool, Sean. You got IKEA. Well, not exactly. It's a close competitor. Okay, go ahead and tell me. Okay. Uh. Oh God. Randomosity was Sean and Mark. Liar, liar. Pants on fire! All right, time for Liar, Liar. And we, you know, try to, we, we, we give some facts out or they could be fiction. We don't mm-hmm. know. And uh, we try to stump each other with that. Uh, I'll go ahead and start off, Sean. Okay. Uh, chef's hat has 100 pleats because... Of the 100 ways that you can use eggs. Uh, that sounds made up. False. Nope, it's true. Oh, my God. Yep, that's true. So what, do they go around, I've done this one, I've done that one, I've done yeah, this one. Yeah. How do they remember where they left off? They put a clothespin on it? Yeah, no kidding. I was right here before. And how do you remember what each pleat does? Well, it's, I mean, it's just, they, they represent that. Oh, okay, okay, I gotcha. Uh, a talking Barbie once complained, "Math is hard." A talking Barbie. A talking Barbie. I'm gonna say that's well, false. That is true. Really? I don't know when this was, but apparently, yeah, uh, there was a math there. There was a Barbie doll that talked and actively tried to keep women from learning how to do math. That's weird. Yeah, that's the. I don't think that's on the shelves anymore. I don't. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> hey, the Boston Red Sox finally won a World Series in 2016. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, well, they've won several before that. So, like 2004, they won one. So, uh, but is that so, true or false? Well, they they won it in 2016, but I'm going to say it's false because they won it before that. Yep. So, uh, well, it says false. The Chicago Cubs won the series. Oh, the hundred. Yeah, yeah, the, years. yeah. The Chicago Cubs won the 2016 World Series. Right. Yeah. Okay. So they were they well, were winning. I don't know how to know. score that for you now. Well, I knew 2016. The answer was false because either they, yeah, I forgot that the year the Cubs won, um, but I knew that the Red Sox had won it before that. So, okay, all right. Technically, the Cubs won it before that too, but nobody cares. Um, yeah, yeah. We don't we don't have Illinois yet, do we? We do, we do. I know we do. We do. We actually added Tennessee. Because mm, they're the only ten I see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, bats always turn right when exiting a cave. They always turn right when exiting a cave. I'm trying to think. Uh, I'll go with true. That's false. They always turn left. Do they? Yeah. But if they went uh, left, then the right's the one that's left, right? Right. <laughs> East. East. Uh, <laughs> uh, polar bear's skin is black. Uh, so... Uh, that there's been that's gone back and forth on whether that's true or not so i don't know how to answer this it depends when that game was made oh okay uh i'm gonna say the game probably thinks it is uh false because it thinks the hair is translucent or yeah it thinks the hair is translucent um so does the game say false it says true it says true okay mm -hmm. but they've gone back and forth on whether the hair is translucent or not mm. interesting okay yeah so yeah it all depends on when the game was made on that one uh, but what what science said at the time, the game was correct. But you know, the world changes. Um, so <laughs> NASA beamed the Beatles song "Across the Universe" to Polaris. Um, true. True. Hmm. It is true. There's Beatles mania in the <laughs> outer limits. Um, Donald Duck's sister is named Donna. Probably. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say yes. True. Nope. False. Her name was. Uh, does Dumbella. he even have a sister? Dumbella. 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 <laughs> uh, here we go back to another question about uh, colors. Black holes are not black. True. That is true. Yeah. Uh, light can't escape them, so they appear black. Mm -hmm. But I, I mean, I guess they don't really have a I color. I guess it's though. the presence of all color. Uh, that would be white, though. Presence of all colors, white. I thought that was black. I don't remember. I don't know. Either. No. <laughs> anyway, it, it, it's it's so dense that even light can't escape, so it appears black, but it's okay. not really black. Uh, Twinkies originally had banana filling. I think that one's true. I think I know that one's true. That one is true. Mm -hmm. That would be awesome. I They should do that again. I'm um, looking for one here since you brought the Twinkie up. I have one here that fits. Here it goes. Elvis once did a TV ad for a donut. Like, that was his payment. That's <laughs> false, I'm going to say. That is true. Really? I don't have any, I don't have any you deets don't have on the details? That. I don't have any details. I'll go ahead and look it up real quick while you ask me the question. All right. And uh, we'll see if I can find anything. Okay. Uh, Alabama is the state printed on a Jack Daniels label. No, it's Tennessee. You're right. 
You're right. It's Tennessee. <laughs> uh, Welcome, commercial. Tennessee. So here's the story for Elvis and the and the donut, real quick, okay. and then uh, then I'll ask. Uh, did you start the question? So then I got one more to ask. Yeah, you go. Uh, but Elvis performed a TV commercial in exchange for a box of hot glazed donuts. King of rock and roll made only 17 major television appearances in his career and only one commercial endorsement. Hmm. Uh, Dorsey Brothers, something at night. There wasn't a large pseudo yawning, pseudo heavy rain outside. Because the future king was relatively unknown throughout the United States at this point. Um, where does it talk about the donut? Uh, about a year and a half after Elvis made his first national TV appearance, he made his only commercial endorsement in his life, and it was for Southern Made Donuts. Mr. and Mrs. J.B. Hargrove started Southern Made Donuts in 37. I don't care about all that at this point. Um, Elvis Presley in 1954. You can get him. It doesn't really give any reasonings. It just says he did it. Huh. That's interesting. I mean, I'm an idiot, and I'm trying to read fast, but <laughs> it just says that he's uh, he did it for the donuts. Wow. Uh, so you got one more question? No, no, you just your, asked me. Your the, turn. Yeah, you asked me the question about Jack Daniels. Um, so headphones. If you wear headphones for one hour, it increases the bacteria in your ear 700 times. I'm going to say false. That bad boy is true. Really? So oh, clean them headphones, headphones out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering why my ears hurt when I when we record for too long. <laughs> do we have time for any more? Yeah, let's do it? one. Let's do one more piece. Okay. It's illegal in Georgia to eat fried chicken with a knife and fork. Oh man, it probably should be, but uh I, man, I know we do those things about weird laws sometimes. Uh but I'm gonna say that one's false. No, it's true. Georgia law says you can only eat fried chicken with your bare hands. Oh, God. Uh, so we'll end on this one. New York City trains keep tracks free of ice by setting them on fire. <laughs> okay, so this is New York. Yeah, this is New York, so. Uh, I'm going to say that's true. That is true. <laughs> Can you just imagine you're you're on the train and it's winter? All of a sudden, you look ahead and it's on fire. And now, if you would have said Florida, I would have said, "Oh, yeah, okay, yeah." Well, Florida, the tracks are on ice. fire. <laughs> yeah, we gotta keep it from freezing up. Yeah. It's July and it's 103 outside. Yeah. Could I light it up? Light it up. Get the George Foreman. <laughs> Get the Foreman. <laughs> Call back for the win. Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for another show, sir. Good show. Good show. Good show. Oh, so what did we learn today? What did we learn today? <laughs> we learned that New York sets, sets their tracks on fire. Yes, yes. Elvis uh, uh, will would do commercials for donuts, or at least once did. And then we know that a chef's hat has 100 pleats, and it's all because mm -hmm. of how you can use eggs. Uh, we know that uh, Daffy has a sister. Yeah, yeah. Bats are lefties. Bats are, bats are lefties. All right. And Barbie is trying to keep women down by discouraging them from doing math. I, <laughs> or at least, I think, I think at least at one point did. I think we've learned a lot today. And, and Jack Daniels <laughs> is from Tennessee. And clean your headphones. Yes. <laughs> Great. See, we're not just we're not just idiots. We also try and enlighten you. That's right. We're all about the education. Yeah. 
but we're also idiots. Education through <laughs> absolute and utter nonsense. That's our slogan. <laughs> so we'll be back next week with more of this nutter nonsense. Come back and join us, if you will. All right. Yeah. We're wrapping things up then, Sean. Go yep, ahead. So I, know until... wanna, I, I, want, I know you want to do your new tagline. A new tagline, yes. So until next week, deuces, bruces. <laughs> Later. Hey, thanks for listening to Randomosity with Sean and Mark. Keep up with the guys by checking them out on social media at Randomosity Pod for Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Your support helps the show grow. And as always, remember, these guys are idiots. What do they know? <laughs>